0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Roll A, fade up on A.
1: Other Miss to, to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson from the First Bank Studios here in Hattiesburg and in Laurel. We're glad you're with us wherever you're tuned in this afternoon. Caleb Hamill is the voice of William Carey University basketball. They're taking on the Golden Eagles later tonight. Caleb will be on the show to tell us what USM will be faced with. We'll try to catch up with Kelly Sander later in the show. We're going to bring Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald on for an extra session here momentarily. Opening segment of the show today, as always, sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and, of course, Southern Miss Sports. We encourage you the next time you have a taste for barbecue to try the best. That's Dickey's. You can enjoy it in the dining room, through the drive-thru, or home delivery, however you choose. Just be sure you choose. Dickies, as we say, a special appearance by Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald today. And, uh, Patrick, we appreciate you being on. Wanted to get your thoughts about the news uh, regarding Will Hall, offensive coordinator at Tulane, uh, expected to be announced uh, later tonight as the head coach uh, for Southern Miss football. His name was always in the mix. Patrick, uh, any surprise to you and and your thoughts about the hire?
2: Uh, No, really not. Uh, Surprise at all. I think at 2 p.m. is whenever Southern Miss is
1: going to announce.
2: Uh, you know, he was, if you go back to, I think, all the way to maybe even Larry Fedora, uh, you know, maybe Larry Fedora won immediate, immediately on everybody's tongue right away whenever Jeff Bauer stepped down, but within a couple of days, it was pretty obvious he was a candidate. So if you go back over the last few hired, uh for Southern Miss, pretty much everybody who was on that original short list, uh, one of those guys ends up being the head coach and and Will Hall was obviously going to be at the top of the list this time around for Southern Miss, uh, you know, whether he was right there with a, a top two or a top three. I mean, he was always the guy that was just kind of right there uh, as, as the guy for Southern Miss. And so, I mean, it's, you know, I guess you could say Southern Miss got its man. And uh, in terms of somebody with head coaching experience, uh, has experience kicking Southern Miss's butt. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> That's for sure. It's, it's, it's going to be, you know, I, I think it's a, a fit on a lot of different levels. It's just the only thing that you're kind of waiting to see is he just hasn't been a head coach, obviously, on the FBS level. Uh, and, you know, it, it really seldom hasn't hired people like that in the past, so uh, this is nothing unusual. But he's just got to prove he can win as a head coach uh, in the group of five on the FBS level. But every pretty much every step of the way for, uh, for Will Hall, he's been a winner whether it was high school, junior college, uh, as a player uh, at North Alabama, then on his way up to West Georgia and West Alabama, he's he's won every step of the way. So that's that's definitely a good sign.
1: Patrick, will he have the money he needs to get the type of uh, coaching staff that he needs to be successful?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, Jeremy McLean indicated whenever he talked to me a few weeks ago about you know what he had in mind for, in terms of resource, but he wanted the uh, the uh, the staff to be, I think, in the top five. Of uh, Conference USA in terms of resources for the staff as a whole, uh, so yeah, I think he'll uh, uh, he'll be able to put together his staff he wants. But it, I think footballscoop.com dot com already has a report out saying that he's going to uh, hire the, the names escape me at this at this moment, but it's the Liberty offensive line coach, uh, the Sam team, Greg. You know, yeah, it, Sam Greg is, uh, is offensive coordinator, uh, the offensive line coach at Tulane, and Desmond Lindsay who was on the Southern staff at one point. Uh, uh, he's now at Arkansas, he would join as receivers coach, so uh, you know, these are guys that Will Hall knows, this is, is. <laughs> uh whenever coaches get that first uh, FBS job, they hire people they know and, and want to work with and these guys obviously at this point, you know Sam Gregg's never really been offensive coordinator at this level, but uh, he's working under Hugh Freeze and, and they're obviously having a lot of success there on offense, so uh, it looks like Will Hall is generally going to hire some people that he's familiar with and and uh, one one people that one person that kind of comes to mind that he's worked with before is uh, Chad Williams, who's the defensive coordinator at Central Arkansas. Maybe you know he's another guy that might come online as a, maybe a secondary coach. That's somebody to keep in mind uh, as he puts his defensive staff together. So uh, some things to shake out, but it looks like the staff's already coming into focus a little bit. All
1: right, Luke.
0: Yeah, interesting. You bring up Chad Williams. I played with him. He was a senior when I was a true freshman at Southern Miss. Um, Patrick, how important is it from a recruiting perspective that Jeremy McLean got a guy that is? What was was Mississippi? You think that was high up on his list? We knew head coaching experience was up on his list, but did you think getting a Mississippi guy, regardless of what team you know his family was connected to growing up, you think that was high up on the list as well?
3: Oh, he, he
2: wanted. I think what was really important for Jeremy for now says he wanted somebody that could put together a staff that makes sense for Southern Miss. Uh, and, uh, obviously, you know, Will's being a, a Mississippi guy and has worked in this region for a long time, uh, he, he's somebody that knows a lot of people have connections. Desmond Lindsay, I thought always did a really good job recruiting South Mississippi, uh, whenever he was at Southern Miss. Uh, so I, I think that's a plus. I saw where Xavier Evans, uh, Arkansas State commit, uh, at Laurel. He decommitted today. <laughs> So uh, that yeah. kind of you know that kind of uh, piques your interest. Thinks maybe he's going to be committing to Southern Miss possibly. You're, you know, or it, it may be a situation where he just decommitted because Desmond is now gone. We'll have to just wait and see. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how many guys from say Laurel or maybe even Taylorsville or down here are suddenly looking at Southern Miss whenever they weren't doing it say a week ago.
0: Do you think uh and again this is just speculation, but just putting it out there i, I know Sam Gregg greatly connected to will Hall if he is not the mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, does derek Nix make, make sense uh to come in uh as an offensive coordinator uh,
2: i you know yeah it, it would make sense uh but, you know at the end of the day i don't you know i would i would think will Hall's probably on call plays uh, I think that's what he did as the head coach at West Georgia and West Alabama. So at first it's you know it's Will Hall's offense and offensive coordinator is somebody he works closely with uh, in formulating game plan. So uh, yeah, Derek Nixon makes some some sense. But you know I'm, I'm not going to doubt football scoops report that that Sam Gregg is going to be the guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean it to me it would make some sense. Yes, uh,
1: Patrick, what kind of offense basically did Tulane have under him? The game that I watched them play here, obviously they demolished. The USM defense—they ran the ball. I thought a lot. I don't think it's just a pass happy type of uh, attack that that he has in mind.
2: No, I, I think they'll throw it more at say Southern Miss than he did at Tulane. Uh, Willie Fritz has always been a, a pounding, you know, ground and pound guy. Uh, so I think maybe it kind of tilted that way mainly because his head coach was. And it, I mean, going all the way back to his high school days, he, you know, that was uh, I think a triple option that they ran. He threw it around in college and. But I think when it, once he got in, uh, into uh, say at West Georgia, West Alabama, those were offenses that were, you know, balanced uh, uh, units. So I, I expect a balanced offense uh, with Will Hall as the head coach. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that offense comes together. It'll be truly his offense, not a Willie, you know, Frist offense, not a, a Mark Hudspeth offense. It'll be his. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of. It, that's one thing I'll be, you know, in, you know, interested in seeing what it looks like. Uh, whenever you know he's able to develop that identity. I haven't really gone back and looked at West Georgia or West Alabama yet, uh, but I, you know, I, I think if you go back and look and see what they did back then, you'll have a better indication of what kind of offense Southern Miss will have.
1: Yeah, I hate to give any credence whatsoever <laughs> to this craziness you hear on social media. There were so many coaching experts out there, more than I think COVID doctors on the Internet. It was just amazing. <laughs> but one of the things that some of them were posting, and I want to ask you if there's any validity to this at all, that some other coach was offered the job, but turned it down, and this was not Jeremy McLean's first choice. I find that very difficult to believe. Just wanted to get your thought on that
2: no i don't i mean i don't I don't know you know I have I don't have great info on that, but i I would be inclined to say no, I mean right. Paul was pretty high at the top of the list all along right uh i you know I don't know which coach they would be talking about. Um, you know, uh, Brett Bielema was never really a serious candidate. If that,
1: right? If that's
2: who they're trying to indicate, you know, uh, I'm sure he got an interview and all that. But, uh, no, I mean, I, in terms of getting turned down, I mean, no, I, I would okay. think Will Hall was pretty much at the top of the list all along.
1: Well, you do know that Nick Saban and Joe Gibbs were seen eating at the wards here in Hattiesburg earlier this week. You think they interviewed?
2: <laughs> How old is Joe Gibbs? He's got to be like 80 so
0: at first, it was Houston idea, Nutt, right? and then it was Brett Bielema, So we just threw some some, yeah. some more names yeah, on there. We'll Last question, Patrick. It. Looks like Will Hall. Uh, he will coach this Saturday against Memphis. So kind of expect mm-hmm. Monday for him to take over. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I, I think well, that's that's Ross Dellinger uh, from Sports Illustrated reported he's, he's going to uh, Will Hall is going to take over after the uh, regular season ends, which I know Tulane's probably in contention still for a ball game, but I think you, you would see Will Hall. Uh, immediately jump on board after the season's over with for Tulane.
1: All right, Patrick, we appreciate the extra segment. Uh, We'll bring you back tomorrow if you're willing and talk about the basketball game uh, that's going to be played later tonight. That good? Yeah, sounds good. All right, Patrick McGee, Biloxi Sun-Herald, the professor giving us a little extra uh, lesson this afternoon and always grateful for Patrick's input. All right, the Golden Eagles take on crosstown rival William Carey University with the winningest basketball coach, In the history of Mississippi, Caleb Hamill is the new play-by-play voice of William Carey University, and he's next on the show. Miss to the top. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us. Want to thank our buddy Patrick McGee for joining us. Extra segment to talk about the hiring of the new head football coach that we understand will officially be announced, according to Patrick, at two o'clock this afternoon. This segment sponsored by our good friends at Campus Bookmart. They're having the 12 Days of Christmas sale. We're going to have some copy. Sit to us uh, later today, and we can give you the countdown each and every day of what will be on sale, and uh, we think that will be fun. Campus Bookmart located on Hardy Street across from the USM campus, and, of course, you can shop online at campusbookmart.net. All right, William Carey University travels to Reed Green Coliseum tonight to take on Southern Miss in an annual exhibition game uh, William Carey, of course, a, a powerhouse in NAIA basketball. And uh, it's a crosstown rivalry of sorts. It's always fun when the two teams get together. Caleb Hamill, uh, one of our family members here at Super Talk, is the new voice of the William Carey Crusaders. We're happy to have him uh, on the show with us. And, Caleb, I got to tell you, man, uh, you know, you're doing the play by play for a pretty storied uh, basketball coach and a pretty storied basketball program at William Carey University.
3: Yeah, it's an honor, honestly, you know, just getting to know Coach Knight and hear some of the stories of days of old, both as uh, the coach of William Carey but also back in his baseball-playing days at Southern Miss. It's fun to get to know the guy and follow this program.
1: Right. He's a fantastic person. There is uh, there is no question about that. It was just two years ago that Coach Knight took William Carey to the final four of the NAIA National Tournament, uh, which was a really, really exciting for all of us at Super Talk, but this is a totally different basketball team that will be playing Southern Miss tonight. Tell us uh, tell us what uh, Southern fans can look for tonight when William Carey hits the uh, re-green.
3: Well, I'd say you know, the year kind of started pretty rough for William Carey. You know, it, it feels like every time we're talking about sports, towards COVID-19 coming to play, and it hit the program pretty hard because for two weeks, just right before the season started, The entire team was on quarantine. So that really was a detriment to the team developing that chemistry and learning the playbook because so many of these players, this is their first year at William Carey. I think when you look down the roster, you have five different guys that have returned. Of those five, two are playing right now because the others are either – On the bench or they've had surgeries that have prevented them from playing recently Uh, and really only one of those guys is playing with any amount of time so all the others are either transfers or freshmen so it's a pretty young team you get a couple transfers and you get uh, you get Isaiah Jones from Southern Miss that comes in but he's out right now with a hand injury so you don't even get that tie in this game but uh, like I said, a handful of freshmen, young guys, but there's some good ball players. And William Carey has just come off of a tournament this weekend. Uh, lucky for them, that one got played, uh, did not get canceled for COVID-19-related reasons. So uh, they got three more games under their belt, won two out of three last weekend in Montgomery. Uh, they're 3-3 three and three overall right now. And though they have uh, lost a lot of depth right now, I think they played a grand total of only nine players over the weekend, uh, they're really developing at a high pace right now, which is something to brag on, considering just how little development they had early on.
1: Right, Luke.
0: When, when you when you look at the William Carey roster, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it online. Caleb, uh, tallest guy six eight. Got a couple six eight three. I think three six eight guys. Southern Miss this year. A lot longer and uh, a lot taller, and so there should be some pretty good inside battles tonight. I think the key for Southern Miss is they got to be able to shoot the basketball. But it will be interesting, you know, when you have a a coach like Coach Knight, who's been there for so long, when his system's in place, it, it'll be good a good opportunity for Southern Miss to try to, uh you know, play defense. But the Eagles just got to be able to shoot the ball. What's the the bigs down low for William Carey look like?
3: Uh, well, there, like I said, we're short Isaiah Jones. He was one of those 6 you just mentioned. But uh, 14, Emil Cazaniza, guy out of Grace Baptist Academy down there on the coast, and Jahori Thickpen are uh, two of the big. And also you'll see Maxwell Starwood. Uh, Starwood's one of those transfers from southeastern Louisiana. Uh, you'll see him play a good bit down low. I think it, mainly you'll see Starwood and Thigpen on that side. And they're pretty good rebounding machines. Cazaniza uh, has... Uh, a double-double to his credit in his most recent ball game against Florida Memorial. Uh, Those guys are ones that will come up and get the ball off the glass. Not a whole lot of uh, firepower as far as dunking the basketball and uh, guys that have blocked a lot of shots. That really hasn't been what William Carey's hung their hat on. But uh, I think Coach Knight uh, has been really fond of his guard play coming into this season Uh, with just that added edge of the guys down low. What they're wanting to do is if they get some bigs back, is to try to convert Kazeeniza more from a four guy to more of a three because he can shoot the three ball, uh, and so can Ben, number thirty five. So that's the strange thing about these guys that are six seven and six eight is they're guys that play down low, but don't be shocked when you see them take a chance from beyond the arc.
0: A team like uh, Coach Knight's always well disciplined. Does he basically run the same offense every year, or do you see it, uh, or, you know, in in talking to him, does he really change it based off his personnel?
3: In in the limited stuff that I've seen, and I I was their public address guy before I was, uh, play by play, but from what I've seen, there's a lot in common. And a few things, you know, a few schemes change based on your players. You take a guy like Brandon Cranford, uh, a couple of years ago, and a uh, Brandon Shepard, excuse me um, guy that was really great down low, obviously you get better high, low game out of a guy like that, whereas right now maybe you're working more of your perimeter type stuff, you're trying to do more kick outs once you work the ball down low, but all in all, you know I, I feel like there's a general cookie cutter you might be able to place around a coach nineteen and say, Oh yes, I've seen this before."
1: Now, they play the Golden Eagles tonight, Caleb, and then South Alabama next week. This is nothing unusual. Coach Knight likes to reach out and play two or three games against Division One competition before he gets into his league schedule. Am I right about that?
3: Yeah, and obviously Southern Miss is always one of those that you know, it's easy to schedule and it's always one that he's fond of looking forward to. For his team, a win tonight would be – fantastic and obviously the team's going to play to try to get that win but in this crazy season right now honestly i feel like these guys are just happy to be playing a basketball game mm-hmm. you know after so many games that get canceled you know prior to this weekend they had three under their belt and one of them was just a sporadic let's play a basketball game with loyola because our week game got canceled and so did theirs so, I mean, these guys are just happy to be playing right now. And for Coach Knight, I think these opportunities against NCAA Division One teams are opportunities for growth. And they'll really kind of check your program to see where you stand. Not, not to mention, you know, they've already played two ranked teams in NAIA right now. So right. they may be three and three overall, but they're getting some tough competition here just in November, December.
1: Well, don't think don't think it's automatic because they have won two of these games against Southern Miss over the last several years. So they, you know, that's not beyond the realm of possibility, right?
3: No, not out of the realm of possibility. I I will say Southern Miss has better depth right now. Uh, Like I said, Kerry just traveled with nine guys over this weekend. Uh, Like I said, one, two out of those three. But if it comes down to, you know, guys in foul trouble or just the overall strength and well-being of your program mm, right. so the miss may have a little edge there uh,
1: have their depth problems and, and their numbers problems is that covid related or is that injury related Caleb?
3: Uh, majority injury related i see
1: so so largely the covid issues that they faced in losing games have been that of other teams is that what i read
3: yeah carrie's big problem was preseason and just getting prepared for the year all the others have had you know, just been the opposing teams having to cancel.
1: Okay. Before we let you go, put in perspective what a fantastic coach. We know what Coach Knight is, but what a great guy he is. It must be fun to work with him, Caleb.
3: Well, he's got to be a you know, pretty decent guy to put up with me on his show every Monday <laughs> night. So. Uh, but no, he, he knows the game well, and from what I've seen over the years, just the way that he develops his players and the character of his guys – uh, Luke, you mentioned it earlier. Just how disciplined they tend to be. He's got a big group that he's trying to teach right now, and really you know, bring them into the fold. That is the William Carey way. He's he's done a terrific job over the previous thirty-eight seasons as coach, and this thirty-ninth one is it's no different.
1: All right, Caleb, we look forward. Caleb, to the, you you excited?
0: Ahead. You excited about calling in Reed Green tonight? I, it, anytime I get to go to a new venue,
3: especially one in the NCAA. Whether it's public address or radio, it, it feels pretty special. I got on the phone with John Cox earlier this week and heard him talk about playing JV basketball with Coach Knight back in the seventies, and I was like, "Man, I, I didn't even think about that—that that you two could go back that far." So to be in an arena in an arena and calling radio at the same time as John Cox is pretty special. And
1: I'm guessing the problem was getting John off the phone. Am I correct about that, Caleb?
3: <laughs> you know, I'll plead the fifth there. <laughs>
1: All right, buddy, have a good time tonight. We appreciate your time. Appreciate everything that you do for us and for William Carey. Caleb Hamill, everybody. He is the play-by-play voice of the William Carey Crusaders who are going to stay in town tonight and take on the Golden Eagles at Reed Green Coliseum. We'll be back. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top.
0: Back on a Wednesday, an exciting Wednesday we will be for the University of Southern Mississippi. Appreciate you joining us on the Eagle Hour today. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you Every single day by 4th Street Bar and Grill. There's going to be an NFL game this afternoon. They'll have it on over at 4th Street, home of the 895 Lunch. Every single day you have the opportunity to get a delicious lunch with a free drink. And all of that is going on at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour timeline uh, with uh, the imminent announcing of Will Hall as the new football coach for the University of Southern Mississippi. should have an announcement, some type of an official announcement, maybe on social media or through email, uh, coming up at 2 o'clock. And uh, hearing that Will Hall will meet with the team this afternoon, he has also been reported probably won't take over until early next week, but he will be announced tonight at the basketball game against William Carey. Appreciate Caleb Hamill joining us, but uh, Coach Ladner uh, getting ready for, for not only a, a big game against William Carey, but the announcement tonight of Will Hall as the football coach. Kelly Sander joins us on the phone. Kelly, uh, we put it out there yesterday, it came true, and uh, your thoughts now Will Hall uh, in about 30 minutes will be officially named as the new head coach at Southern Miss.
4: Well, I heard your interview with Patrick a little bit earlier, and of course, nothing, nothing you know, too surprising here. It just it just seems that as you tried to weed through the traffic on all this as to who was in and who was out, there was when the smoke clears, there was always that one name that was still there. You know, and that and that certainly is is Will Hall. He, he you know, and I wonder if you know because the Eagles are scheduled to play FAU next week. Of course, the game you know this weekend got coveted out. But I wonder, you know, will he, will he have any role in that game if they wind up playing FAU? And of course, I'm I'm of the ilk of look, let's just let's just pack away 2020 and get on to 2021. But you know, for the time being, they're still scheduled to play next week at, at FAU. So is he on the sideline or what will his role be? You know, in that last game. But nonetheless, where I was going with this is his toughest job. I think besides the football stuff. Is not only is he going to be a head coach, he's going to have to be a politician in a sense because you got different segments of the community, and let's just simplify it by saying older supporters and younger supporters, okay, that he's got to try to draw everybody together, okay? So if some of the old people, you know, some of the old guard, right or wrong, say, well, you know, doesn't necessarily have any Southern Miss ties, well, okay but you know politically you know would it what what does he think about you know maybe bringing in if they're qualified of course and as, some assistant coaches who do have some southern miss ties you know that might help appease some of the some of the older you know fan base and i know the younger fans of southern miss go you know you older folks y'all just need to get over it you know that some of this some of these ships have sailed but the younger fans need to understand that us older fans are the ones with money <laughs> I, I mean, that's just the bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what sails every ship is money. So, so it wouldn't surprise me if if Will Hall, you know, maybe uh, besides outside of his really tight network of coaching friends, and we all know what a tight coaching fraternity it is, that he might try to reach out to a couple of guys with Southern Miss ties who might know, you know, the journey that southern miss athletics has been through the past 20 30 years um so i, I think he's he'll, he'll and he has to he has to rejuvenate the fan base too you know you hear some people on social media say yeah great resume just don't i just i don't know how excited i can get about will hall well that's going to be part of of what he has to do too I, and right. it's a shame but it goes along with the territory
1: Right. Well, you know, Kelly, I saw a guy last night, I was amusing myself uh, on watching some of the social media comments about this, and there was a guy that referenced your comments yesterday on the Eagle Hour, and he described you as local celebrity and sports enthusiast Kelly Sander. And I, you know, it took me back to an image of you sitting in my living room with your feet on my coffee table, eating key lime pie and drinking a tall 24-ounce Budweiser, watching... Watching a football game, and I don't know the word celebrity just didn't pop back up in my brain.
4: Well, you were kind, Bob, that you didn't mention that before that I had eaten three day old cold pizza.
1: So had <laughs> yes, eaten everything in the refrigerator, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm not too picky when it comes to comes to that. But
1: stuff, that you're always so. you're always welcome to do that. Yeah, uh, I heard That's you not- had a bit of a surprise for us on the show today.
4: Well, in, in other you know, breaking news in the NFL, Luke mentioned that uh, Mike Tirico now will become the first uh, broadcaster to call Wednesday afternoon NFL football. Um, apparently never in the history of the NFL have they played a Wednesday afternoon game. So the Steelers and Ravens uh, will get to play that today. The Ravens had their final tests this morning. They've got enough players to go, so that's going to happen. Um, but the best news, and you guys always accuse me of being Debbie Downer and guilty as charged, but Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's been all over the news with in, during the pandemic, met with leaders of the NCAA, the NFL, Major League Baseball today, and told them with this news of the vaccine, which will actually be starting to be administered next Monday, he sees no reason why all sports won't be full speed ahead, becoming you know coming next March first.
1: Well, that's great full- news
4: full speed ahead for all sports. Yeah,
1: that that would be great March. news, would it not?
4: And 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 what I was going to tell you what I was going to tell you guys is President elect Biden on the after these meetings took place said it was about time that this country got a hold of its battle with polio. <laughs>
1: Well, Sleepy Joe, he's on top of things now. There's, there's no question.
4: When, when did we have a polio vaccine? About yeah. 100 years.
1: yeah. But, but Sleepy Joe, and you know, he listens to records at night. Remember that? He says uh, he likes every family to come home and and, and turn on the record player and uh, sit yeah, around as a family. Nothing like Etta James, right? yeah. Um, yeah, or the or the Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're talking over Luke's head again, Bob. Yeah, yeah. you know who the Shadow is. Yeah, right after the uh, Hindenburg baby. Yeah, so there we go. In, That's yeah. what, Okay, the shadow knows, right, Kelly? The what? The, the what baby? Whatever what? baby you always bring the the Lindbergh up, Lindbergh
0: baby. <laughs> the I was going to say I've never heard of the Edberg. Oh, Lindbergh, baby. yeah, yeah, Lindbergh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but Luke, I yeah, wanted Lindbergh, to, I wanted baby. to, you know, based on what I was saying about about Will Hall having to be kind of a politician. You get where I'm coming from there. I mean, and I think. You kind of raised that question with Patrick about, you know, does, does Derek Nix or Deke Adams or, you know, some of these guys who have really good coaching, you know, resumes, might might they be a fit? And and if they are, you know, it, it certainly would make sense, don't you think?
0: Well, my deal is with that, and and I'm not one guy who says, we got to have Southern Miss guys at Southern Miss because no, – No, I, I, like I get you. And that was no. not the – that was not the reason that I was a, I was, you know, pretty adamant on Kane and Austin. I wasn't being a homer in that, but I, I would, the reason I brought up Derek Nix is because, you know, he's got to hit coaching aspirations and with offensive coordinator, he hasn't been a coordinator. He is by far well respected as one of the best recruiters in the state of Mississippi. He's been on like four old miss staffs. We joke on the show, he could survive a nuclear winter. He's going to be my roommate if that happens. And so, you know, he, he just, he has the ability. He's well respected. And I would say that, that tagged with, you know, what Will Hall's trying to do is, 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 has a great opportunity. Let me throw something at y'all that will be over your head, but it will, it'll resonate with some of our listeners. I think the Will Hall hire in Marvel terms is kind of like Nick Fury. Samuel Jackson played, uh, Nick Fury and, Really doesn't, when you look at him, you're really not inspired maybe by him or you don't get excited about him. But when he calls Hulk and Captain America and Iron Man and Thor and Black Widow and all the Avengers, when the Avengers assemble, it's a force to be reckoned with. And I think that is one of the ways you perceive Will Hall. He's been a winner everywhere he's gone. And you, when you hear him talk, you may not, you want to run through a wall like like Fedora, but you just wait at the cast that he's going to recruit and line up. You just wait in the next couple of weeks. Southern Miss is going to pull off some stuff in the next two or three weeks recruiting-wise. It's going to turn some heads, and people are going to wonder why it happened, and it's going to be because of of Will Hall. Fedora didn't have any connection to Southern Miss. Munkin didn't have any connection to Southern Miss. But, I, you know, I think Will Hall knows this state well enough that if he goes out and gets somebody connected to Southern Miss, that is a great recruiter. It's a win-win for everybody.
4: And I'll t- and I'll tell you what I, I need to take uh, issue with with him being a, a, a really good speaker. If you'll pull up on you know some of the different websites, his uh, announcements being coach, particularly at West Georgia. I mean, he gave a very inspiring and and a very clear, definitive talk and his outline for the future at west georgia and how it was going to happen and how quickly it was going to happen and here's what we're going to do on offense and here's what we're going to do on defense and it's going to happen quickly and you better get on board because this is this is full speed ahead i think he's i think he's very charismatic and i think he i think he can certainly ignite people i think he's a terrific speaker
0: um i I loved what he's what he said yesterday Right, there was a there was some video out of something he had – not that he had said, but he had said in the past. Patrick brought up the whole deal about offensive balance. This is what Will Hall said about offensive balance. Balance is not throwing the ball 40 times and running the ball 40 times. Balance is being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it in a football game. I thought that was excellent.
1: All right, we're working to uh, get Jeremy McLean on the Eagle Hour. We expect to have that uh, accomplished uh, with our good friend Jack Duggan's help here within the next couple of days, and then hopefully next week we'll get the new coach on the show as well. So uh, just stay tuned to the Eagle Hour, and uh, we're going to get Jeremy McClain and then hopefully uh, our new football coach, and he can tell us about his philosophy right here directly on this show. We'll be back. Southern Miss, to the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
0: Four segment brought to you every day by Toyota of Hattiesburg. Christmas coming up. If you're looking to purchase a new vehicle, at Toyota of Hattiesburg help you. You can go on their website, toyotahattiesburg.com. You can secure financing. If you're going to trade in a vehicle, you can go ahead and get the value of your trade-in and look at their entire inventory, and it's all at Toyota. Hattiesburg.com, Toyota of Hattiesburg, proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, and Laurel just about mm, six and a half minutes away, depending on when they hit send, for an uh, official announcement of Will Hall being the next uh, football coach at the University of Southern Mississippi, expected to be also announced tonight at the basketball game, and Kelly Sanders talking about the basketball game for a little bit tonight, 7 p.m. tip off in Reed Green Coliseum. William Carey making uh, about the 10 minute drive. Uh, three and three on the year, Coach Knight in his 39th year. Uh, Eagles 0 and one. You know this is you know like an exhibition. You almost wish you to played this one before you would have played a uh, Jacksonville. But goals tonight for you. What what are the Eagles looking to do? What is Coach Ladner looking out of his Eagles to to sharpen tonight?
4: Well, the first thing that they need to do is don't overlook William Carey. Bob talked about this, you know, in the, in the last segment. I mean, the last team you want to overlook. And I know you go, well, we're NCAA, they're NAIA. Look, William Carey has come into Reed Green Coliseum and, and beaten the Eagles handily before. So, you know, don't take him lightly. And and Carey's on a two game winning streak. You know, they're, they're starting to kind of get their, their wits about him. One of the thing I know that the Eagles are going to want to do better is just just plain and simple shooting. I mean they just could not buy a basket um, at Jacksonville you know the other night. Uh, the three point shot wasn't working, things inside were you know rolling in and out and I just think you know uh, if they'll just relax and not press it, you know here I am like I've coached eight hundred college basketball games but if they'll just if they'll just you know relax and take you this this game is not going to determine whether they are the one seed or the nine seed at the conference USA tournament if there is one. So just, you know, just relax. And I'm sure Jay and his staffers are, are still working on different sets and combinations of guys whose chemistry they like. Um, so th- this isn't a game necessarily that they're going to worry about winning or losing, but they're, they're going to continue to learn more about the, the new personnel that they've had and how they mix and, and match together, I think.
0: I I think one of the, the things that you gotta do is forty percent from the free throw line. You gotta, oh, yeah. you gotta take yeah. care of that. You you gotta sharpen that and they're gonna give it to you. And that's that's the key this year because we're so much bigger and longer and taller and more athletic underneath. And you know, a lot of boxing out's gonna take place, a lot of offensive rebound opportunities. And so you're going to get maybe more than ever opportunities at the stripe, and you got to hit those. I think it'll be interesting to see who the starting five is. I wouldn't be surprised if Drain's not in the starting five. Ladner may, you know, put him out there because he's a senior, but seems like Ladavius always historically has done a little better coming off the bench, and. Um, I, Tay Hardy it kind of surprised me he was the leading scorer last game and you know only had about three or four assists. You saw him play last year, you saw Tay Hardy play uh, a lot Kelly. It's I I was told and I heard that his assist game was almost as good as, you know, some of his scoring game.
4: There there isn't anything about Tay Hardy's game that that isn't uh, you know, in form. I mean, if he needs to shoot the free ball, he can. You saw that against Jacksonville. But the thing that I like most about about say, Hardy is he's not necessarily you know a, a big physical guy, but he is not afraid he's not- affa- afraid to drive the paint and and you know grab a foul or something as he as he drives to you know make a layup so he's a guard obviously, so you'd expect you know that leadership from outside but if he has to go inside he will uh, and i and what where that helps is that he if he drives the lane and gets some attention from those guys then that's going to leave some of the other guys open for, you know, you would hope some easy garbage baskets. But um, I think people, are as they get to see Tay Hardy play, uh, looks like he's slimmed up a little bit, not like he was heavy at all last year. But, you know, he's, he's still kind of growing into his body. So I just think he's going to be a real force uh, before the year's over. With.
1: Fantastic kid, too. We've had him on the yeah. show. Really well-spoken. Great student. I think close yeah. to a 4.0 student. Uh, a real fine for Southern Miss. In so.
4: computer engineering, Bob.
1: Correct. I got it. Yeah, so he's a a really, really smart young man. All right, a couple of programming notes. Catherine Maloney from DBAT will be on the radio show tomorrow. She's got some great information uh, for Christmas uh, that we think uh, you'll like, and she will certainly dress up the show if you've ever seen this crew here. Uh, Ramey Motors, that's where we'll be Friday. Uh, Luke will be down there with uh, Dakota and the gang at Ramey Motors in Purvis. So, guys, Christmas uh, just around the corner, Kelly Santa.
4: Yeah, and I've got a programming note too, Bob, for those folks that are going to watch the Steelers and Ravens this afternoon. Set your DVR for Dr. Phil this afternoon. Yeah. Because, yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is going to be on there talking about his bullying
1: incident oh, Rudolph. Night. Well, I hope Dr. Phil can help him, because I'm sure that was <laughs> Rudolph, a brutal experience. Rudolph, again,
0: we should note that uh, maybe he will talk about his previous uh, career as a um, defensive back for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, correct. Maybe he'll get right, to that tonight.
1: Right, right, right. Cause we, As we know, Kelly, they're bullied every Sunday, aren't they, brother?
0: Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, it's
4: just... <laughs> I don't even want to think about it anymore, hardly, now that Joe Burrow's out, you
1: know? All right, that wraps up another day. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We always appreciate you tuning in wherever you are. Thanks for listening. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the top. into
0: future. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future I want to fly like
1: an eagle to the sea